expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened up 39 points this morning from yesterday's close at 16,113 on turnover of 2.7 billion NT. The market tumbled on Thursday as investors reacted to a decline on Wall Street overnight and after some of the most influential companies turned in mixed profit reports. The Ministry of Health and Welfare has unveiled a proposed staff retention program that aims to encourage young people to stay in the long-term care services. The plan seeks to provide a monthly stipend of 5,000 NT to those who opt to remain working in the long-term care sector. Health Minister Xue Reiyuan says the plan is geared towards both attracting and retaining young people, in particular those with a relevant degree, to work in residential care facilities. To be eligible to receive the 5,000 NT monthly stipend, those who have recently graduated with long-term care qualifications will have to take an additional week-long training program, such as on disaster emergency response. Graduates specializing in long-term care services will also need to work as a caregiver in a residential care facility for at least one year before being eligible for the stipend, which will be paid for up to four years. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken and Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi met in Washington Thursday in a flurry of diplomacy between the two nations. The U.S. wants China to help make sure the Israel-Gaza conflict doesn't spill over into other countries, and Beijing has expressed a willingness to work together. Caroline Malone reports in Washington. It's one of the highest level meetings between officials from two of the global powers at a time of conflict between Israel and Hamas. Washington wants to make sure that doesn't escalate. The Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi met U.S. Secretary of State Blinken at the White House on Thursday and plans to meet National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan on Friday when there's also a chance for talks with President Biden. The U.S. and China have been ramping up diplomacy in recent months after years of testy relations. If all goes well, it could lead to a visit from Chinese President Xi Jinping who may attend the APEC Leader Summit in San Francisco next month, setting up a meeting on the sidelines with Biden. Caroline Malone, Washington. Saudi Arabia says the Sudanese army and its rival paramilitary force have resumed peace talks. It says the talks between the army and the rapid support forces are underway in the Saudi coastal city of Jeddah and are being brokered by both Riyadh and Washington. The RSF and the army have both confirmed they would participate in the talks. Sudan was plunged into chaos in mid-April when simmering tensions between the military and the RSF exploded into open warfare.
Previous talks were held in Jeddah earlier this year, but broke down in late June. The Saudi Foreign Ministry says it hopes the fresh negotiations will lead to another ceasefire and to a political agreement. And UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres has announced the appointment of a 39-member global advisory panel to report on international governance of artificial intelligence and its risks, challenges, and key opportunities. The UN chief told a news conference Thursday, the gender-balanced, geographically diverse group, which spans generations, will issue a preliminary recommendation by the end of the year and final recommendations by the summer of 2024. The UN says the formation of the body marks a significant step in its efforts to address issues of AI international governance and will help bridge existing and emerging initiatives. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again next week for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there! I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday, and English in the News for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.